Welcome to Adventure Vegas Insider, your inside connection to all things Vegas. All right, ladies and gentlemen, back at you from Showkiller Studios one more time. It's DJ Davey Diaz and your co-host, Don Spaulding. Happy to be back in the studio with you today, folks. Davey, what do we have on deck? Man, we're going to go to El Cortez in downtown Las Vegas, and that's also uh, right in that East Fremont district. And you're probably going, East Fremont? What the heck's that? We'll explain. Yeah, East Fremont's been around for like what, maybe about twelve years now. Yep, when they started the the whole revitalization of downtown, correct. Um, they expanded and created the Fremont East District, yeah. uh, which now contains several amazing restaurants, bars, local haunts, uh, speakeasies, yes, um, all kinds of different international restaurants. There's, you know, you can get anything from Thai food to Mexican food to Spanish cuisine um, to French food. I mean, the, the list goes on and on. It does. It does. And I, I don't think it's there anymore, at least when I looked on my phone. Beauty Bar. Do you remember Beauty Bar in East Yeah, Fremont? Beauty in Essex, right? Yes, exactly. When we get to East Fremont in just a few moments, I, I have a really phenomenal story. Well, it's not so phenomenal for the people that were involved in the story that happened at Beauty Bar one night when my, uh, my wife and I were there years ago as boyfriend-girlfriend. Nothing that we did bad, but the people that we were with, you won't believe the story. Didn't they have the camper van like in the back? Remember they had yes. like a camper van like yep. right there that they could serve beers out uh-huh. of, and it was like a little mini bar. Mini it bar. Was, mm-hmm. It was like one of those uh, old school like tow behinds. Yes. Kind of like yep. an airstream but and, smaller. Exactly. And a lot of people go out there to you know grab a cigarette, you know, smoke or whatever. But that's where you could also just hang out on this like patio with, and grab a beer. Yep. Yeah, dude. Beauty Beauty Bar was popular, man. That it was. was a cool place. It that was. was a cool place for sure. So should we start with El Cortez? Yeah, and and you know what? For those of you who don't habla espanol, El Cortez is Spanish for the Cortez. Nice. Um, so look, guys, it's one of the oldest properties. It in, is in especially Vegas and downtown Fremont Street, 1941. All right. So now we're talking about almost 80 years ago. Yeah. 80 years ago, this November. Uh, is the El Cortez, and you're talking about history, man. That place has seen it all, hasn't it? It has. And and here's the crazy thing. So so think, night. Bring yourself back to 1941. This was downtown Las Vegas's first major resort. So you're talking, yeah, there was a couple, you know, hotels here and there, but it was the first major resort on record for downtown Las Vegas. Pretty cool. Yeah, really cool. I mean, it's only really been remodeled like one time. Like the facade was remodeled in 1952, and they've just kind of been keeping it up and doing maintenance. But you'll see it. You'll know when you see it. It's got that super awesome like Spanish colonial revival style. Uh, So it's a mix between that and uh, Western. Um, But you can't miss it because it's just got that iconic, uh, like it's like a turquoise neon sign. Yeah. Um, And I freaking love it. It's a super popular spot for weddings Mm -hmm. um, to get your photos taken out in front of the El Cortez. Um, it's a great spot to just go and if you're going down there, just park at the El Cortez. And that's a good little... uh, a place to like, you know, yeah, start at, keep your home base at, home base yeah, at, yeah, exactly for sure. So, you know, a lot of people when they come to town, they might not be staying at the El Cortez, like family and friends for me. But when you mention prime rib in a prime rib special, that's where I would say nine out of ten people always go or always mention that they're gonna go is Seagulls 1941. 
They have a prime rib special going on all the time there, and that's kind of put them on the map. And we're talking prime rib special that really hasn't gone up much in price over the years. I mean, it's obviously with inflation, it's, gone, it's not, you know, we're not talking like five ninety five anymore, but it's still a very good special for even current day prices. So you know what's funny that you mentioned seagulls because I was going to talk about that. Um, back in 1941, you think about these iconic hotels and casinos and places like the Venetian Palazzo that cost you know, like $1.4 billion each to build. Correct. The Win and Encore, which costs like, you know, over a billion dollars to build. Well, in 1941, the El Cortez was bought and built for 245000 Wow. Okay? Yeah. Like my, my house is slightly more expensive than that. But <laughs> right? it, it became so popular and so profitable that within, like literally in 1945, so just four years later, mm-hmm. um, Famous mobsters like Bugsy Siegel, Meyer Lansky, Gus Greenbaum, and Mo Sedway bought it. They went in and bought it um, for $600,000. So there's some crazy history there just with regard to the mob and people people like Bugsy Siegel. I mean, Meyer Lansky is one of the most ruthless killers. I still to this day can't understand why people... um, I don't know if they I don't know if you want to call it idolize the mob sure. or celebrate the mob but dude these people were ruthless like scum of the earth killers yeah and for whatever reason that's like applaudable yeah right it's I like know. they're made to be famous but no they're just awful awful human beings and, you know, most people probably don't even know that that history fact that you just gave because they think, you know, Bugsy Siegel, the Flamingo, they think the Vegas Strip. But uh, you're right. A lot of these a lot of these old time, you know, Vegas iconic mobsters, you know, starting Vegas out with hotels and casinos. Basically, they had their hands in, in multiple pots when it came to different properties. So that's pretty cool that I mean, you're right. I mean. Cool for the history fact that he, they were part of it, but yeah, obviously b- back then you wouldn't want to be a part of uh, of doing business with them because if the business went wrong, you probably would be not not around to talk about it. Yeah, without a doubt, without a <laughs> doubt. But like I said, you you'll, you it's hard not to recognize El Cortez mm-hmm. because again, in the almost eighty years that it's been in operation, it is one of the, if not the only, hotel casino property that has not like completely renovated. And redone like its outer facade, right? You're right. Um, it still looks exactly the same as it did 50 plus years ago, which is really sweet. It is. Yeah. Really cool. really cool. And you're talking prime spot in downtown Vegas, too. I mean, it's really got a primo spot for downtown Vegas. So that's why Spalding was just mentioned a couple moments ago. It's really a great spot to kind of have as your home base to, to park your car at, you know, start and end your evening there. If you're not staying there, uh, it's it's a great spot just to go. Like I said, if you're going, to, going down to Fremont, uh, park there and, and hang out there for a little bit and then you can go to do your downtown stuff for sure. Yeah, and so speaking of the downtown stuff, because you're going to be right there at East Fremont or yep. the, the Fremont East District, um, which is you know where the El Cortez lies. Yeah, um, and then you can make it over to all these incredible restaurants. Yeah. I mean, and or just the bars. Like, what's the one that's right on the corner that has the rooftop? Uh, it's right across from the El Cortez. I believe it's the Commonwealth. Yep, that's the one. I couldn't. Yep. I couldn't remember the name, man. <laughs> right? But they've got they've got a cool little club, little you know bougie scene inside and then they've got a rooftop man yes and the rooftop has um we've actually done a few events up there the rooftop has their own little plug-in for djs and exactly and their own little dj booth area yeah another place right by there is is just on the opposite side of the el cortez called place on seventh 
Yes. Okay, because yes. El Cortez is sixth in East Fremont Street, uh -huh. and then if you just walk back behind the El Cortez, there's another nice venue, indoor-outdoor venue, called Place, and we've yep. done a couple Christmas parties there. And we're talk sh talking short city blocks here, not not Vegas strip city blocks. These city blocks in downtown are like a typical city. They're pretty short. Yeah, you, you won't have a problem. That's that's I feel like one of the main reasons locals love downtown Las Vegas is because you get that old city feel yep. where... It's, I mean, you literally walk around from place to place to place. There's so many tight, compact spots that are just awesome attractions. And exactly. Good food everywhere and great drinks and atmosphere. Um, that's especially good, man. I, that's why I love it. Park your car somewhere and then just use that as your home base. And then you can literally go blocks after blocks after blocks or just up and down the main, you know, Fremont Street experience. Exactly. And, and, dude. Telling you, man. I don't remember what episode it was, but it was probably Golden Nugget. I think you're right. It was Golden Nugget. We talked about it. And I'm telling you, I'll reiterate this again. If you're going to Vegas, and if it's three days, if it's four days, whatever, mm -hmm. dedicate between you and whoever you're with, dedicate a full day and night to just doing Fremont Street. Agree. And like I said, everybody that I ever tell that to and every friend of mine or family member that comes out here and does that, they end up, after their trip, they tell me that that was their best day and night there. Because it's the most chill. You relax. It is so awesome. It's chill. The atmosphere, the things that you'll see in downtown Las Vegas are things you're not going to see on the Strip. So <laughs> there's some uniqueness down there you're going to definitely enjoy. So we've got a lot of, uh, Davey, I know we talked about all these restaurants. We can kind of hit, uh, highlight a few of these restaurants sure. that are closer to the actual Fremont uh, Street experience yep. and like Hennessy's Tavern, right, where you cross over there. Correct. Um, but I want to keep walking further down Fremont past the El Cortez because just beyond that is a super cool spot that people like to go for photos and to eat and drink. And there's a park in there where your kids can play and they have like a big grassy area with a stage behind it uh -huh. where they do live music and concerts and shows and stuff like that. And that is the Container Park. Yeah. Container Park is cool. And tell, <laughs> it's really cool. Tell everybody who has not maybe been to the Container Park why it's called the container park. So do you know the number of, of items that are in that park? Like, do you have any rough idea how many, how many are there? How or, many containers? Yeah. How many containers? We're talking like hundreds, right? I don't know if it'd be that many. It's definitely, it's going to be in like, the dozens. Yeah. Several dozens over 50. Yeah. So the reason why it is called container park is there is containers from all over the world. Uh, we're talking, from like boats, shippage, you know, yeah, like cargo, cargo, ships. cargo ship. Yeah, thank you. From everywhere. The key word being container. Container. So <laughs> that's what it is. But it's cool, and like you said, the the thing is, you know, everybody's saying, oh, there's nothing for kids to do or families to do. This is something for you to do. I mean, families with kids under 21, you can go there. Like you said, there's a really cool playground area, kind of in the middle. A park, yeah. Park it's got area. slides, got and slides and stuff. Things, yeah, it's stuff for your kids to do. And you know, we would suggest not doing this in the middle of the summer. Uh, you know, we're going to be looking at like a lot of heat, but mornings, anytime, any time of year, uh, including summers, in the evenings, in the mornings, you know, don't go to a peak season uh, during the de during the afternoon. It's just too dang hot. But yeah, but like I said, there's barbecue place. There's yep. uh, uh, Pinche's Tacos is in there. Yes. Um, they have like little wine 
um, and beer bars that are in there where you can get drinks. And obviously they serve hard alcohol too. And the containers are all kind of just like stacked up. So there's like different levels and um, you can go upstairs to these different little boutiques and shops. Uh, It's really, really cool. And outside the front, um, some really cool picture taking opportunities, especially if it's about sundown. All right. If you're going there around sunset area and the sky's orange and purple behind you and just craziness. Well, they have this, I mean, what do you think? It's probably like 50 feet tall, 40 feet tall, this big praying mantis. Mm -hmm. And the praying mantis is like all made out of metal and it's just freaking insane looking, but it's hooked up to this like freaking propane system or something. And (laughs) out of nowhere, like every few minutes, it'll just blow fire. Yeah, yeah. If you're not ready for it, it'll catch you off guard. But it is cool. I mean, literally, I, I, <laughs> and it's loud. It, it is. It is. Isn't it fun that people that are there that don't that don't know about it and they're like they're like kind of close, you know, not close to it, but they're in the area of it, and then it, it blows the fire. And they're like, ah! dude, it's, fire it's comes cool. out. Fire comes out of its like antennas. Yes, and I think it even comes out of its mouth or whatever. But then the head moves, uh-huh. and and. Even look, we know about it, and you'll yeah. just be standing there not kind of, paying attention, and it'll scare the ever living crap out. Yeah, of you. you'll flinch. You'll flinch no matter what. But it has am- animatronics. It does. It does. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's awesome. And then they also have like right on the corner, um, just a few steps away from the the fire breathing praying mantis. They've got like one of those. It reminds me of that bridge in Paris where everybody puts the locks on to. Yes, the locks. So, so they've got one of those things where you can put your own little lock on there and. Mark your mark your place in Las Vegas history. Exactly. Yeah, yep. you know. It's kind of cool. It's pretty neat. It is. So then what do you do, Davey, after, after Container Park? Because you can, instead of walking back, there's still more past that that you can continue to walk down to. Oh, yeah, you're right. You got Atomic right there. Atomic Bar? Is that what the name of it? Yeah, Atomic Saloon, Atomic Liquors. Thank you, Liquors. Yep, yep, exactly. Atomic Liquors is, is phenomenal. When you first walk in, has this enormous giant bar so it's it's cool i mean literally i would suggest like spalding said take some of your time for downtown and do a little bit of everything downtown east fremont is definitely one of those things you want to do because i mean there is stuff down there that you're not going to see on the other end of fremont which is the fremont experience experience that we'll touch in another episode but even if you're staying on the las vegas strip you're not going to get any of this atmosphere any of this fun on the Vegas trip that you're going to get in downtown. Downtown is unique, and you got to go to downtown Las Vegas to see all this. I mean, it's just it's, it's a blast, man. I mean, when I've gone down there with friends before, you're right. We kind of lose track of time more at those type of places than we are, like, like staying at the resort, you know, like at the pool at the Palazzo, uh, Venetian, you know. It's, it's a different atmosphere, and it's just a little bit more chill. Without a doubt. So, I mean, and look, even beyond... You feel like, oh, Atomic's got to be, like, the last thing, but it's not because then there's still, like, um, there is, uh, like, a restaurant called Public Us uh, that's down there. That's really good. There's a little family food mart that's down there that's yep. good. Um, right next to Atomic Liquors is now the the Atomic Kitchen or the Kitchen Atomic. Correct. Um, and they've got great food. And so it's, like, there's it just keeps going and going. It does. Now, the cool thing about Atomic Liquors, and here's why it's really special to go there, guys, is because it, maybe if you don't know this or not, and keyword being atomic here, is that they did a lot of nuclear bomb testing in the Las Vegas and, and the Nevada deserts mm-hmm. in the surrounding areas. Well, um, atomic liquors, believe it or not, 
was the very first issued liquor license in the city proper of Las Vegas. So their liquor license is number like zero 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 one. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And so they've kept their liquor license the entire time. And so the reason that they call it atomic liquors is because while they were doing the testing of the atomic bombs, like World War II days. Sure. Okay. Uh, and I wouldn't recommend doing this now, but they didn't know back then. Literally, they would all go up to the roof and sit on the roof in lawn chairs and watch the bomb show. Wow. Oh, man. Because you could hear you could hear like a rumble sure. in the bar, like the lights would shake and move. And then they'd be like, everybody up on the roof. Let's go. Wow. Re- refill your drink, yep. go up to the roof, sit and watch freaking live atomic bombs go off. That's crazy. Get out of here. No that, joke, man. That just blows me away. <laughs> Emphasis on blows us away. God, man. Can you imagine? <laughs> no, I can't. That's just crazy. Yep. So that's atomic liquors. Definitely go there. But then when you work your way back, right? I yep. told you about Hennessy's, right? Exactly. Right at the entrance. And look, Fremont East has like an archway and it says Fremont East. Correct. Um, but all over there, like on the corner, on both corners, on both sides, up and down that first block are like seven or eight different spots to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's, uh, that Thai restaurant, it's called La Thai, that one that I was talking about with you. They've got the, uh, downtown cocktail bar, which is that cool little speakeasy. That's right. Yeah. Like, it's just, you don't really know that it's there until you walk up right on it. Sure. Um, <clears throat> and, and then, you know, Rachel's Kitchen. Uh, is is good. They've also got the um, park on Fremont. Park, yep. Yes, and so park on Fremont's cool because they have that little back patio area too. Yes, and then there's a hidden seesaw back there. Oh, really? I didn't know about this. Yeah. So you walk back, and there, 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 there's this wall that's covered in ivy, and the wall looks like it goes all the way across the back patio, and that you can't get behind it. But, sure. But you can. Oh. There's like one like little two to three foot cutout at the very end on the far left side. That's cool. And you walk back there and it's this little mini like playground area. And there's just a chain link fence, a really tall chain link fence. And then the other side of that brick wall. And then in between that, there's a freaking seesaw, man. That's cool. No joke. When's the last time you seesawed? Ex- oh, God. Elementary school? Yeah, dude. I mean, yeah, 89. <laughs> I've got I've got the weight on you though. So if you and I were to go and do that right now, I would not let you down. Exactly. I'd be I'd be I'd be up going a date be dangling my feet, going, hey man, I can't get down, I can't get down. Yeah. And then I'd just be sitting there at the bottom laughing. Exactly. Oh man, that's too funny. Hey, uh, so right in this area that you're talking, uh, that's where we were talking early in the episode about Beauty Bar. Uh, that's where Beauty Bar was oh, when, yeah, tell that when, story. when East Fremont first opened up. So so I'm out, my, my, my wife now, but we were boyfriend and girlfriend, we're dating, and it was her group of friends. Some of them from, were from college, some of them were just acquaintances from the college friends and so forth. And we wanted to go down to Fremont and just go bar hopping. And back in the day, they used to have the thing called Pub, Cru- Pub Crawl, I think it was called, or... Or remember you'd sign up for it, and you could basically bounce from bar to bar to bar and get, get a drink, get, get a drink, yeah. and they'll stamp your little uh, your little passport or whatever it was. Yep. We didn't do that. We were going to do that. The whole talk was we're going to do that. Well, we just ended up basically bar hopping all night and having a blast. And we want to end the night at Beauty Bar because right next right next to Beauty Bar used to be this little like mom pop pizza parlor. 
and the pizza parlor would like be open like all night long, like twenty four hours, because you'd always end your night with some greasy pizza and a beer, and then head out. Dude, I remember that place, man. That pizza was so so good, so good. Because <sighs> I know it, I changed names a couple different times, but it was always mom pa uh, owned. Man, that the place was so good. So, anyways, we're at Beauty Bar, we're having fun, we're in there, and I'm like, oh man, I know the DJ. So I go say hi to the DJ. I don't remember his name off the top of my head, but I knew him. Went and said hi. And then we're at the bar grabbing around uh, drinks, and um, I won't use names because they might listen to this. But one of our friends, uh, he's a big dude, kind of like you, like as far as tall, you know, and stuff. Because you can see him across the room. Him and his fiance at the time were getting into it, and I'm like, uh oh. And actually, I, I, I take that back. Um, they they actually just got married. Uh, they were they, they, it was a newlyweds. Newlyweds, yeah. Getting into it. It was fiance because they weren't they weren't boy, you know. Engaged that long, they were married, but they didn't know each other that long. So, anyways, they get in this fight. She pulls off her wedding ring and throws it on the dance floor. No. And the dance floor is packed. It's like prime time of the club and this and that. So he's like, like, and this is a big guy. He doesn't cry or nothing. He's like all distraught and all but her, you know, oh my god. And we walk over to him. We're like, what happened, man? He's like, oh, we're done. Like she left. She threw the ring off, and we're done. I'm like, what the heck? And I guess this fight was brewing for a while. Here's the kicker. The wedding band was his grandmother's. No. Dude. It was his grandmother's band that he gave his wife, and she not only disrespected him, she disrespected his family. We're all with our cell phones, you know, lights, looking on the dance floor. We got security involved. Um, long story short, we waited till the club closed. We went next door to get some pizza. We went back in the club when the club was completely done, you know, like four in the morning. And they turned the lights on, and we spent, like, hours looking. We never found the wedding band. We never found that wedding band, man. Bro, you should have went over to your DJ friend and then had him immediately queue up. Everybody call 911. My grandma's wedding band is on the dance floor. Ooh, oh. <laughs> You're right. I that, mean, is, that is horrific, man. Horrific. Horrific. So... Uh, to this day, the wedding band was never found. Uh, if somebody is out there listening and they're like, oh, man, I was at Beauty Bar back in the day and I found a wedding band. Hey, if you, could you DM us on social media? Because that was my one of my good friends in town. That was his uh, wedding band that he inherited from his grandmother. I mean, I doubt I know it's a long shot to put it out there, but uh, I really feel bad for this guy. He's such a nice guy, too. Oh, so. that's a bummer story. Ma man. Major bummer story. Started bringing everybody down, but thank you for the song. God, Can we go one, to, one more time? Way to kill the vibe. Everybody call 911. My the grandma's board. wedding band is on the, the dance, dance floor. floor. Whoa. Whoa. Dude, I used to know a guy that, so I used to work with this guy, too. Uh, one of my old bosses back in the day, and we did events together and everything. Yeah. Um, and he would take his wedding ring off because it was like tungsten or whatever. Sure. And he would just walk down the street and bounce it up and like bounce it off the concrete back to himself. Are you just... kidding me? Yeah, bro. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you bro? doing? I, I... But he would do it. He'd be like, yeah, oh. man, it's tungsten. It's not going to break. I think it broke, though. I think it eventually broke. The, well, that or it, what if it took a weird bounce and it? Oh, oh, oh yeah, right into there's, a, there's a sewage drain. Up, oh, gone. Yeah, straight into a gutter. Good luck finding that one. Oh my god, I, I get weirded out when I take it off to put it in my pocket to like you know I'm like oh my hands are swollen today or sometimes I'm, I don't know how you feel. Sometimes when my hands are like you know dirty, like I'm working outside or whatever, and I'm like, dude, I want to take it off and like really scrub my hands and just get the ring off, and it just feels better to wash my hands without the ring on. That's just how I am. At least. Yeah, yeah, but you gotta you gotta be careful doing that in you like do. a public bathroom because you, you just walk out and forget it there. For sure. Anyways, yep. we went off on a tangent. Yep, that was fun. Didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> hey DJ.
<laughs> well, um, I don't know, man. There's there's a lot more to talk about downtown. And, sure. And we're going to go to a couple places next. I mean, in the next episode, Davey, let's hit up because they've got the Neonopolis down there. Yes. Uh, and one of my favorite places that used to be on Fremont, I think, just moved right over there. And it's a... It is a live piano karaoke bar yep. called Don't Tell Mama. Mm-hmm. And man, it's there. we would go there and just be like, don't stop believing and just get just get annihilated, bro. And they all the people that work there are incredibly talented. Like the bartenders and waitresses get up and sing songs. Yeah. And you're like, are we like, on American Idol right now? These people are good. Bro, so good. So good. So yeah, man, we gotta hit up Don't Tell Mama. Um, we got to hit up the flagship Denny's. It's like the yes. largest Denny's in the world. Yep. It, it has its own wedding chapel. Mm-hmm. You it can, does. It has its own bar. You can go and drink there. Yep. Like, dude, Denny's. Denny's. That, that Denny's is is historic. You got to go there. <laughs> dude, let's go. Let's go to happy hour at Denny's and just you know see if we want some moons over my hammy after that. Right. Um. But folks, that's what's coming up next. Cool. We're gonna do. We're gonna do Neonopolis. Um. We've got to talk about several properties like. Um, and we're going to make our way back down that way. But we want to talk about the old school mermaids. We mm-hmm. got to get into the D. We got to talk about the D. Yes. Uh, we got to talk about four queens. Um, and so that'll just be in the next episode. How about that? Sounds good. All right, guys. Cool. Hey, from Showkiller Studios, man, this has been another fun one. I love not only to get to, to experience all these places in real life with you, Davey, but just to be able to come back and talk about them all. Exactly. And, and share the things that we know, uh, again, what to do how to go see it, how to save time and not waste it, how to save money and not waste it. Yep. All of that stuff is important, especially if you're a newbie to any of these places here in Vegas that we discuss each week on every episode. For sure. And the website, adventure-vegas.com? Yeah, buddy. Go and check yep. that out, guys. Adventure-vegas.com. They've got little deals and uh, and Can't all kind it. of cool little tourist attractions that you guys can sign up for and book right then and there on the site. We highly Highly recommend it, including one of the foodie tours. Yes. Okay, so go on the website and you, and, the, and the foodie tour, the lip-smacking foodie tour, or the finger-licking foodie tour, which is the virtual one. You guys can sign up right there on the site and do an awesome downtown foodie tour as well. Uh, and then just tell them Davey and Don sent you. Heck yeah. Love All right. it. All right, guys. We'll see you next week from Showkiller Studios. Once again, it's Davey and Don, and we are out. We out. This has been another episode of Adventure Vegas Insider. Be sure to check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and of course online at AdventureVegasInsider.com.